Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And today we are on the shores of Lake Michigan, speaking with Pastor Newt Larson. And today we're going to talk about church organization and the relationship of a person to his pastor. So here's a question for you is how can church members be a delight to their pastor? Nice question. That's a softball, Mike. First of all, recognize them. I once met a man in way back when I pastored in Ashland, Ohio, and he said he went to our church as I asked him and he didn't recognize me. So I knew he was <laughs> fibbing. <laughs> and uh, I think the nicest thing anybody ever says for me as a pastor or did was that I pray for you, mm. but then treat you as a regular human being, a fellow struggler, uh, pray, serve, worship for sure. Those three things I'd say right away. Wow, that's great. So how should a church member uh, treat his pastor? How should he act towards him? And then I'm going to follow up with how should he speak uh to him and of him. Well, people differ on that. I, I liked being newt and I liked being treated as a regular fellow struggler. I remember one time at the chapel, a little kid was running, let's say two years older, and his mother said, stop running, here comes Pastor Larson. <laughs> I said, oh, please. And I said to her, you don't, here comes the judge. Yeah. And so I raced him and I beat him. And I think treat them as a fellow struggler and as a, a church leader is fine because he's he's responsible for that with other people, but with love, with kindness. So do you, I know that you're involved in uh, counseling pastors, and do you encourage pastors to have friends in their congregation, or is there some sort of a, a, a barrier between congregants and pastors? It's not a it's not a barrier. It's something that shamefully has been erected by some people and some pastors who kind of live on a pedestal and like to be known as the reverend. But I, you wish you could grow together and serve together and be friends. I don't think it has to be buddy-buddy. I think it has to be uh, the pastor earns respect by his love for Christ, his obedience, and the way he serves and leads. A fellow struggler is a good phrase, so is a humble leader. you got to lead, but you do it carefully. So one thing I've noticed about you uh, over these years is you seem to major on friendships. I think you are, uh, you have had excellent friends. How did, how did that happen? Well, friends are galore, and that, that's with a great compliment to God's kindness in our lives. Many friends. Good, good friends where you can look at each other in the eye and say, don't do that, just a few. But that's, that's up to the, it was up to me and them, not to, you know, some of them never said hello to me on Sundays. It, it wasn't like... It's just, it's the same as any job, except uh, you're careful, because there are feelings in a church about who knows, you know, there's, there's he's in the inside group kind sure. of thing. You don't want sure. that. 
Yeah. So what uh, what was an encouragement to you as you shepherded a, a group of people? What did you see that was an encouragement to you or was most encouraging to you? Just plain kindness and 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 mm. walking together with Christ. Uh, I like a lot of stuff Eugene Peterson wrote. He's a pastor who is absent from the body now, but he... He, he loved the word shepherd, and a shepherd's a good word because a shepherd loves sheep, and it's, it breaks down a little because you don't play ball together or walk the halls together. But I think and a pastor can't err on the side of standing tall, too tall on Sunday. And, and you know, you know what you people should do. A pastor sets a pace of being one with them and fellow struggler and kindness too. So it's a it's a challenging position. So on one hand, you are leading the congregation, follow me, and on and on the other hand, you're humbly walking as a fellow struggle, struggler, uh, but you're walking with and leading all at the same time. That's a good way to say it. I. I, I analyze a lot of sermons now because I coach anywhere from 15 to 20 guys at once. So I hear a lot of sermons, which doesn't mean anything except I say to a couple of them, a couple of them at each time I'm coaching, you talk down to me. You never smile. You know, you see them on video now. It sounds like you got it all together and nobody else does, so you're telling us how. Don't do that. Let's walk this together. I, that's an attitude, but... These are nice guys that just didn't think, you know, they are teacher with authority, and here they go. So as we close, people are going to listen to this, and what do you think that they could do, maybe super practical? What could they do? What would be your charge to people that are listening right now that they could do for their pastor that would be an encouragement to them or buoy their spirits? Well, believe it or not, if he's a man and, and the pastor's a man, ask him to have coffee for 20 minutes or 30 or 40. And don't bring a pile of problems this time. Just say, I want you to know how much I appreciate what you're doing and that I pray for you if every day say that. But uh, I, I think just to treat them as a human being is one thing. And then just to say thank you. Fantastic. Well, I thank you for being a uh, wonderful pastor to, to uh, so many uh, people and continuing to have a, a pastor's heart for the church. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.